Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Hans Pearson, CEO of the Store Local Group. And I'm Mark Gregg, I'm the National Head of Revenue for Store Local. In light of recent events, we thought we'd get some experts from all around the globe to share their experiences and give us something to take away and apply it into our businesses over the coming days and weeks. We're really excited, so let's get into it. Well, today on Storecast, we're, I've um, obviously got the opportunity to have Brendan Legg. Brendan Legg runs Storage Choice uh, throughout Queensland. So, Brendan, welcome. And if I could just get you to introduce yourself uh, to the listeners, please. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Um, I think what you and Hans have been doing with the Storecast has been really useful for everyone. So, thanks for asking me to come be a part of it. Um, yeah, I'm Brendan. I'm um, the general manager for Storage Choice. Um, I've been with Storage Choice for 15 years this year. Um, I actually started 15 years ago as Mark's assistant um, when he was managing our Albion store. Um, since then I've managed um, pretty well, pretty much every store that we have in Brisbane. Uh, so we've got nine facilities throughout Queensland, six of those in Brisbane. Um, and then two years ago, um, took over as the general manager. So. Been doing that for the last two years and loving the challenges. Um, I've had a flood before, a fire before, and now I get to play. So it's been good. <laughs> well, you're well experienced, that's for sure. So, Brennan, what would be your key takeaways from COVID for the self storage sector? I think the, the main thing is definitely um, it just goes to prove how good um, self storage is as a product. Um, there's not many industries where you know, your, your main business, which for us is residential housing, can just basically be completely wiped out, yet um, new demand gets created. Um, so there's certainly been a decline in inquiry rates, um, but at the same time, there's new inquiry um, that's been generated through all this, whether it's, um, you know, yeah, people changing their living situation, so they're not buying and selling anymore and decluttering for decluttering for sale, which was the main business, but other opportunities have arisen um, residentially and commercially. I think at the start, um, there was certainly, um, especially in Brisbane, on the outer, outer fringes, uh, people with mortgages and that sort of stuff, um, we did see our stores in those areas drop um, in occupancy, but um, the worst store affected was only around 4%, so not, nothing drastic. Um, this month, things have really sort of evened out, um, and in most cases, we're sort of um, back to it. So the move-outs have slowed down, and um, move-ins are still quiet as well, but they're basically averaging out, which is a good sign. Um, I think the other big thing in Australia, uh, we've been very lucky that we never went into any sort of full lockdowns, so that we could continue to operate, we could um, continue to try and get new business um, and at the same time we could continue to offer the service that we promised to offer to our existing um, customers um, so it didn't, didn't create any of the issues that you see overseas where um, lockdowns people couldn't move out um, and hence you know when you when you're able to open back up there's issues with trying to get them to pay rent during lockdowns and that sort of thing um, so we're very lucky to avoid that type of scenario 
No, look, and, and you mentioned there, Brennan, obviously uh, it is definitely changing in terms of obviously the customer. We're certainly seeing the same across our store local sites uh, from an average size, you know, seeing more demand in smaller sizes as opposed to larger sizes. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier from the outer suburbs of Brisbane, uh, similar to what we're, we're seeing as well. So I suppose from a, from a learning perspective um, and moving forward, like you, saw, you, you mentioned then about marketing or the customer changing, what do you sort of see from a storage choice perspective or even from an industry perspective, three, six months, um, what, we, what we could learn to now what, we, what you put in place moving forward? Yeah, I think it's more, yeah, well, focusing on where those new markets might evolve. Um, obviously, a lot of it depends on how quickly uh, residential housing can come back and I know from speaking to a couple of auctioneers that we have dealings with that they are starting to see some sort of life back there already um, and I think a lot of people that were ready to buy before this are still very keen to buy so that's that will it won't get back to where it was sort of in February like we had leading up to this it was sort of a uh, we hadn't seen a really good improvement um, in that from the, the year previous. Um, so it, it'll take time to get back to where it was, but um, in the short term, it'll still improve. For now, yeah, it's just focusing on those people that are changing um, their living situation. So you see more, especially the younger, sort of 20, 25 to 35 um, age group, and even younger, um, they're either moving back in to share houses um, to pull rent um, or moving back with their family. Um, so yeah, you're getting inquiry for smaller sizes because they just need to store up the double, uh, store the double ups, not sort of full houses or anything at the moment. Um, yeah, and I think that'll keep changing. We're also there's still a fair bit of inquiry for businesses storing stock. Um, a lot of those, if they're producers, obviously they've um, produced a lot of stock for what they projected they would need, and that's dried up. So now they need to store it for a few months until things pick up there. Um, so that's the main thing, focusing on those new markets that have opened up. Um, and a big thing for us is we just yeah, focus on who we are and what we do. And um, yeah, that's all, that's all you can really do. Just look for the new opportunities and others that we haven't, you know, sort of even come across yet. They'll pop up soon too. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> definitely. Um, I agree with you there, Brendan. Like obviously, uh, people moving, obviously, people that will be uh, working from home more, they'll obviously be more flexible type uh, uh, businesses out there, more business opportunities for us, obviously, where other than take large office spaces, they might end up taking self-storage or mums and dads that are working from home. So, yeah, I agree there'll definitely be new market opportunities. I suppose when it comes to, and you mentioned earlier about inquiries for yourself, and I've spoken to others in the industry as well, that clearly we've all been affected by inquiries. I suppose that sort of goes hand in hand with discounting. So what's your, what's your view in terms of discounting within the self-storage sector, um, short and maybe medium term? Yeah, well, for us, that sort of comes down to two things. We sort of operate in two types of markets. Um, we've got regional stores with not a lot of competition. Um, so obviously discounting there is not a factor. Um, we've got other locations where we've had competition open up um, sort of in the last few years. And as a general rule, you always see for that first 12 months of a new store opening, the discounting is really, really severe. 
Um, so I think in those locations, we're going to see, like normally yeah, after 12 months, you sort of see them start to put their rents back up and things starting to even back out. But I think this will sort of prolong that for an extra 12 months um, and doing some their price checks over the last week. There's already some really low rates out there. Um, most of them tend to run on a model of offering a really cheap monthly rate to get you in the door, then starting to rent increase you pretty quickly, which I think over the next 12 months, price sensitivity is going to be even higher than normal. So you start doing that, then people will leave pretty quickly and look for something else. So we've always tried to sort of focus any discounting. We do more on a, um, a move-in special, but at the full rate. Um, and just targeted at long-term customers, um, but give them a price guarantee that they're not gonna have sort of any increases. So they know upfront, you know, right, looking for 12 months, this is what it's gonna cost you for 12 months. Yeah, no, look, it's, um, yeah, I sort of see the same, like in terms of discounting, it's certainly picking up in certain areas, obviously um, ones that are already in probably a high saturation for self-storage or new competitors coming into the market. I suppose that goes hand in hand that if discounting is going to be longer out to, to fill up sort of sites as well. And if there's less inquiries, um, you know, the, the models of obviously what we work from would also need to be adapted to suit because we won't be filling up sites as most likely not as, as quick as we used to. Um, that obviously puts pressure on uh, yields and, and ultimately um, sites. Um, so from a marketing perspective, and you mentioned earlier, obviously the customer and the way some customers are probably changing and there's market opportunities that perhaps the self-storage sector hasn't been in. And I suppose it also, you know, if we, we, we talk about the States, so the States, the product of self-storage is exceptionally well known there. It's an attachment to their life. Uh, whereas for Australia, it's still like a grudge purchase. Certainly something that I'm, I'm sure you and I agree that we would like everyone to know the benefits of self-storage. Uh, we'd all prosper out of that. Um, what, what's your take in terms of from an industry or is there anything from an industry that we could learn from from a marketing perspective as well? Well, certainly I think like, well, we've definitely tried a lot of different things this year. Um, and it is, yeah, all your marketing should be based around trying to inform the customer of what you are, who you are. It's certainly a lot better than 10 years ago when everyone just thought, I sold a bloody wardrobe. Um, but yeah, so it's a, like customer knowledge is forever increasing. Um, you already see a lot of people nowadays, especially in a Brisbane, um, you've got a lot of people living in apartments. Um, so they're starting to, they'd know the value of it. Um, if they don't have one in there built into their garage and they're taking small spaces um, in a storage facility nearby. Um, as far as the industry goes, yeah, it's it's hard. It'd be good if there was some sort of um, just general campaign, um, just sort of spruiking whether they just get out and talk, or I don't know if they speak at um, residential or oh, sorry, um, what do you call real estate type conferences? Um, go there and represent us as a as an industry. Um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know, from an industry point of view, it's hard, I think, yeah, most of it comes down to us um, targeting your own markets. I think especially with this now, we've always focused on our local area, um, and I think that's probably gonna get even tighter. 
Um, this sort of thing, people are really don't want to travel too far anymore. Um, so we sort of, yeah, everything's sort of focused um, around our local area, targeted through social media. We do a bit of shotgun stuff or try a bit of shotgun stuff through radio this year. Um, but at the end of the day, all of it basically funnels people to our website. And so all of our focus really from a marketing point is making sure our websites are optimised and people can quickly get the information they're looking for. No, no. It's great. Thank you, Brendan, for sharing that. I suppose, like, and like I mentioned, like we spoke a few weeks ago, and obviously through through the situation, like obviously the self storage from a, an access perspective, like we're you know from an essential service. Um, you and I spoke previously around um, staffing, um, working more remote from the facilities. How do you sort of see that changing from a storage choice? Is there things that you you've done over the last two months that you're going to implement moving forward? Um, and also maybe if from an industry perspective as well, like innovation, working remote, what's your sort of take there? Yeah, well, so when we spoke, that was sort of at the start of it all. So we were obviously making those preparations in case there were full lockdowns and it wasn't safe for our staff to be in store. Um, it never really got to that point. So our stores continued to operate as normal, but obviously, you know, we put up barriers and set out um, places to stand and that sort of stuff. Um, it was also obviously important for people to be there to keep the facility clean and um, keep up with the hygiene um, requirements so that we could operate and um, operate a safe space for our customers. Um, so going forward, I, like I don't see, for us, we won't sort of be going to remote um, sort of remote offices, I guess you say, in the, in the short term. I think the biggest things in technology will definitely be the implementation of your contactless um, move-ins and bookings. Um, but for us, that'll be part of a whole product suite, um, not sort of... There'll still be a huge market for the people that like to come down and get the proper retail experience of meeting the manager viewing their space, viewing the facility um, and signing up in store in person. I think but while everyone keeps saying that it's pushing forward, um, everyone moving to online at the same time, there's a lot of people out there that are sick of sitting at home and can't wait to go out and see someone in the shop. So it's sort of, it's one of, yeah, the online booking is a movement that's going to have to be part of your product suite. Um, fully automated self-storage, I can see that happening sort of, quicker um, sort of in Melbourne um, or Sydney in, in the actual city where you've got a lot of people um, really like especially in Queensland Brisbane's not that um, big so depending on where your stores are you might be able to have a couple of stores that are managed if they're close enough um, ours are spread out so for us it's not really viable in the short term um, and then out to regional Queensland that sort of thing I, I don't see it you're not going to have virtual offices and that sort of thing in, in the short term, but definitely you'll have the component of online bookings um, and online movies. No, no, look, I think um, you're right there, Brennan. In terms, of obviously, the customer, we obviously, our customer, one, they don't, a lot of, obviously, depending on their life journey, they haven't used self-storage before, so they don't know the product. Um, so, obviously, they want to touch and feel because they are putting their possessions uh, in a self-storage unit. 
So there'll be those elements, those that probably have used self-storage before, or those that have probably had a, a different contact point, they, they want the contacts. And as you said, like it'd be like a suite of products. Um, so it's just about, yeah, understanding that customer journey and implementing it as best as possible for your respective business. And that suits that area as well, I'm assuming, so. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There'll certainly be places where that might work. I know, you know, you've got those, the ones that we've seen in Italy and that, that are, you know, have a robot in store with a virtual call center that you speak to the person. Like, well, we're always at best 10 to 15 years behind Europe and America. And I think if, if that does come, that'll be a small percentage of facilities. And that would be, yeah, just sort of, um, only offered in yeah in a inner cities of say Sydney and Melbourne where it's big enough and you might get the benefit of doing so. Yeah. Well, Brendan, thank you very much. So, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners today, um, whether it's from your experiences that you you've learnt or anything that you're going to be doing um, over the next three six months? Uh, well, I think the main thing for us is just yeah focusing on on what we do. Um, there will certainly be a lot of sort of inner reflection that we do on our systems and processes, um, which has already started but continuing and seeing obviously there's still so much that's unknown about um, what happens over the next three to six months. Um, the football's back, so we'd all like to think that it's over, we can get back to normal, but we'll we're, we're, we're have to wait and see. Obviously, we've got to get through winter and um, case numbers are going down, so hopefully, in Australia, we can get back to some, well, you know, 70, 80% capacity. Obviously, there's a lot of industries that just aren't going to be able to open back up, which is going to have an impact. Um, but yeah, so it's just yeah, looking at what we do, what we can offer, finding uh, the areas where we can offer our service, um, and just, yeah, maximising what we do um, and the processes and policies we have in place to to um to get those things done well brendan thank you very much for your time today i really do appreciate it um so brendan from storage choice thank you for participating in storecast today no worries mark thank you and look forward to a steak shortly <laughs>